Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. In this episode, we're going to talk about our Harmony of the Sea sailing. We got to do a special two-night pre-inaugural cruise on the brand new Harmony of the Seas, so we're excited to bring you that information. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts, agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Webmaster for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Corey Martin. Hello. Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hi, everybody. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. So um, a while ago, we can't remember when, (laughs) we were on a two-night sailing on the Harmony of the Seas. We were invited as part of a a pre-inaugural event. It was press, it was travel agents to get a look at Royal Caribbean's latest uh, cruise ship. So we were very excited about that. What's the matter? It was just prior to Veterans Day. Oh, I thought you were going to correct me already. Like 40 seconds in, he was going to correct me. If you don't make mistakes, I won't, make, I won't have to correct <laughs> All you. Right, good. Our cruise was just prior Thank to... Thank you, Joan Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> John read an article in a magazine. I did. Today, so now he has references. Um, yeah, it was just prior to Veterans Day. Right. So it was a little bit ago, but we're excited to bring you that information. Uh, going to give you a little bit of facts and figures about the ship. Then we've got an overview video we're going to play, and then we're going to talk about our experiences and also just some of the differences between other Royal Caribbean cruise line ships. Um, the ship is considered the Oasis class. It's part of the Oasis class of ships. Um, this is the biggest ship that Royal Caribbean has at the moment. They were very proud of this fact. Apparently it has to do something with some extra weld or something in the ship, I don't know, which always makes me worried. Why is that weld not in those other ships? <laughs> How important was that weld? That why did you have to make this one bigger? Exactly. So that was one of the things they were very proud about, the biggest ship uh, on the ocean, their biggest ship yet, um, very similar to the Oasis, uh, some minor styling differences. To give you a comparison of what some folks may know as – uh, they, they can do a side-by-side, comparing it with the Disney Fantasy. This ship, uh, the Harmony, can have 5,400 passengers. Um, the Fantasy can have up to 4,000 passengers. And one of the things they love to tell you is gross tonnage. The gross tonnage of the Harmony is 226,000. And on the Fantasy, it's 128,000. So significantly bigger yeah. than the Fantasy, for sure. Um but again, it's in that style of ship that has uh, a lot of common space, a lot of open common space. So that's why there's not a proportionate amount of more berths given the tonnage of the ship. So let's look at our little video we've got going on here and give you an overview of what we had a chance to experience. And then when we come back from that, we will uh, talk about the ship. The nice thing about seeing that video is it helped to remind me yeah. what exactly happened on that cruise. Again, it was a while ago. And there's and we were on the Oasis as well. We were, In yeah. the fall. So it's, it's just kind of like, okay, what was this one? What was that ship? Right. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what we thought of the ship overall. What did you guys think of the Harmony of the Seas? I mean, for me, the, I've only been, um, you know, I sail mostly Disney. So I've never been on an Oasis-class ship before. I was, like, blown away. Just because, I mean, people can tell you how big the ship is, but it's when you walk in and you and you you have like two days to see this whole thing. It's like mm. it's in, nearly impossible. Right. It's massive. The yeah, common I, areas are incredible, right? When yeah. you go, you're not really prepared for the scope right. of these common areas, what they call their neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think 
when you're not used to that class of, of ship, but for all, some of us, we were on the, we've been on the Oasis. So when we got on, it was, we could concentrate on what was different or what mm-hmm. was new. But if you've never been on any of that class of ship, it's like just Central Park. It's something you can't even yeah. fathom until you see it. Well, people say that. Oh, there's a park on the ship. And you go, what? Really? Come on. Uh, Craig, what did you think? Uh, I had been on the Oasis once before back in 2013. So, you know, walking in and seeing the size um, didn't really blow me away. I mean, yeah, it kind of did that shell shock again of like, okay, I forgot how massive this actually was. Um, But with this ship in particular, the first thing I noticed right away was how they took all those little things that I didn't quite like about the Oasis that I wasn't really a fan of. And they had found a way to improve it. Um, and that's that's almost my overall opinion of this ship. Uh, it's just, it, it's like the Oasis, but better. Yeah. I like the decor better on this ship. Mm-hmm. I like sort of had a rich woods. It had a little bit of darker it's quality. It's a little more to it. muted. It's yeah. a little more. Um, it's a little less cruise earth ship. Earth tone. Yeah. For a long time, cruise ships were very bright, very neon, very, a lot of, you know, glass and shiny stuff. And I think they're kind of moving away from that with some of the newer ships and getting more of the Munich tones and, and more. When we were on the Anthem, mm-hmm. we were surprised by how modern it looked right. and much darker woods, much more muted colors. So I kind of feel like that. I kind of feel like they've anthemized the Oasis to create the harmony. Even I with find the it anthem, I was impressed with right. with, with the uh, not only the size but like the decor and stuff mm-hmm. like that. With I agree with Craig because you know I was on the Harmony first, and then we sailed mm-hmm. for seven days on the Oasis, and I start realizing some of the things like I miss from the Harmony. Like oh, I wish I wish we wish had this on the Harmony. Yeah. I mean on, on the Oasis. Let's talk a little bit about that. There, the ships are very similar in design. They're on this uh, idea of having neighborhoods. So there are big areas of the ship for you know people to get together and shopping and enjoying themselves. One of these is Central Park. This is, again, hard to describe, but it is a park in yeah. the middle of the ship. Um, along the sides are usually their restaurants. Uh, one of the biggest differences is the Italian restaurant on this ship. We've gone from uh, Giovanni's Table to Jamie's... Jamie Oliver. Jamie Cucina. Oliver's. I think it's Jamie's Cucina. Was it Jamie's table? Even I don't remember. It's in the Giovanni's video. table. Giovanni's is in table is on the Oasis and it's the Allure. Jamie's Jamie I want Oliver's to say Jamie's Cucina, yeah. but I don't hold me to that. But uh-huh. it's a Jamie Oliver. And again, not a you know from a first glance, not a big difference. It's the, it's just the restaurant's the same space, mm-hmm. but a little bit of a, of a different feel there. Royal Promenade. Promenade. Uh, same idea as the Oasis. You've got some bars. You've got some food locations. You've got some shopping. One of the things that was really cool we saw in the video was the art installation. Giant metal head. I don't even know how to yes, describe it. Right. So where uh, Starbucks is on the Oasis, they've put this piece of art in. You guys want to talk about that? I think actually that's my favorite thing about the Harmony. It's so different. And when you first see it, it's just a static piece. But if you spend some time looking at it, it's sliced into slices. And all of a sudden, the slices start to move. I know. I didn't have a better word for that. <laughs> yeah, no, just... it, it, and it, the, the pieces start to move independently, and it kind of becomes this abstract sculpture, and then eventually comes back into being a giant head. Just quickly to say, uh, Jamie's restaurant is just Jamie's Italian. Okay. Right. See, Double I... checked. 
I enjoy the fact that they took the Starbucks out of that main area mm-hmm. and moved it to the boardwalk uh, because the Royal <laughs> Promenade on sea days, especially, it gets so incredibly congested, uh, right? Especially while they're running, uh, you know, Invictica watch sales and <laughs> like right. perfume yeah. samples yeah. and everything. Right. Three four, watches for four, ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> And so it just makes it easier. Like for me, I, I really enjoyed getting Starbucks while we were on the Harmony. So it was nicer going to to um, to the boardwalk where it was much less busy, much less, uh, you know, just kind of strolled down there, was able to have morning coffee without going insane. So. It's also the Starbucks on the uh, Harmony is a much larger location. Yeah. It looks like an actual Starbucks store. It does. fine yeah. if you walk in. I did. I like that better as well. Yeah. Um, a little bit more about uh, the promenade. One of the things is uh, they've done away with the cupcake store. That apparently was a failure. And ladies, they put in a Kate Spade did. store. Really did. cute bags. We don't sail enough to keep the cupcake store afloat, apparently. <laughs> they had to the cupcake store. Uh, I think the, but the cupcakes were an extra cost. They were. And I think, yeah. you know, the idea, oh, good, you can go get a cupcake. I'm sorry, when there's that much food available right. to you on the ship, paying extra for a cupcake seems silly. Not that we haven't done it. Right. The other thing I want to mention, too, is on uh, in Central Park, they've gone to stores that seem a little bit more high scale, upscale. Right. Tiffany. Right. Tiffany, Coach. There's Those are on the Oasis. They were on yeah. the yeah. Oasis. I'm sorry. You're right. They had uh, Bulgari. Bulgari, yeah. Right. And it's not necessarily a standalone store. It's a store that specializes in those items. So you go in and there might be multiple uh, high-end brands. Now you've got me wondering if Kate Spade was on the Oasis and not the Harmony. (laughs) (laughs) It was was on the Harmony. It was. Okay, good. It was on the Oasis, too. But it is on the Yeah, they they put it on there, They put it on both. Because people shop there. um, People talked about, you know, did they need such high-end stores on these ships? And I'm sorry, Tiffany ran out of things. Coach ran out of things. Tiffany ran out of a very important item. A very important item that somebody at this table, namely me, was going to buy. I smell something bitter. (laughs) Yeah. So they did run out of a very important item, but they did. They were, I mean, people were shopping in these stores. People mm-hmm. were leaving with bags. So that's a that's a, one of the big differences. I you know, from just from Disney to to these uh, ships is that you really can't shop like that at on no, the Disney ships. You can't. Those it's not. You can get this a is little a mall. bit. I mean, you can right. You can you go can. buy a Breitling watch if you want. You can do some crazy. damage. Yeah, you know, I can tell you that the coach store on each of the ships does carry things that are specific only to the cruise. That you can't get in another right. store. And the thing is, as far as not needing them on the ship, there are a lot of people who don't have access to these stores on a regular basis. Like, mm-hmm. where I don't. So there's stores there that I get to see that I don't normally. So, um, From there's the outside. That. Right. <laughs> I think we've <laughs> talked about well. this in the past that a lot of times, as for adults, some of the stuff in the Disney stores on a Disney ship, it's very juvenile. Right. Or it's it's... What we refer to as a tchotchke. There's nothing that... But to say that I've spent a lot of money on Disney shows. I'm not you saying know? that. But what <laughs> so, I'm saying is there's another group of exactly. people that aren't serviced by, yeah. you know, you only need so many Disney tchotchkes in your... I know I'm... This is heresy. I'm speaking to the wrong crowd. Right. I think if Disney had higher-end stores like that, they would see a difference also. I agree. All right. Good for you. Uh, also, <laughs> I just got three packs. Shut yeah, up, Stop talking. That was a great point. Thank you. Um, when talking about the boardwalk area, we have to also kind of talk a little bit about the pool area 
because when you go onto the boardwalk on this ship, there is the carousel, which is very nice, and there's the candy store, and there's uh, Johnny Rockets and the things you find on the Oasis. The massive slide. Well, that's what I was going to point yeah. out. Then all of a sudden, there's this gigantic slide. It's not a comes, water slide, though. That comes from, what is it, deck 102? It's yeah, like, the top it's deck. really, really high up. <laughs> yeah. So part of the sort of entertain- the, the, the play area goes into the boardwalk area, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Did you guys do it? No, I um I watch other stories, people do. Isn't it. It? it is. But, That's the abyss. You know, I think they're calling it. I think yeah. you know, it's definitely not something you can keep doing over and over no. again because it brings you all the way down to the boardwalk and you have to go all the way to the top deck to wait in line again. To <laughs> there are elevators involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was but, one night where I really wanted Johnny Rockets and I thought, hmm, I can get right by Johnny Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> You could definitely bypass several floors. So yeah. that is definitely a difference from the Oasis. Right. You know, the, the addition of that. And I want to be honest with you. I'm not sure I liked it. It felt like it was kind of obtrusive because of where it was. It was kind of in the middle of the boardwalk. and It, was it didn't just, bother me. Did it? I actually I, I preferred it because then once we got on the Oasis and – we saw the use of that space there. Uh, they just put this giant round bar that was usually only manned by one person. Yeah, and right. it was like kind of a ghost town. Whereas this, it actually got people constantly moving around that area. And uh, even if you weren't going on the slide, it was still fun to stand there and listen. Because, you know, you know when someone terrified would be coming down. Because <laughs> you just hear it getting closer and closer as it circles all the way. This is, you said this is not a water slide, yeah. right? This no. is a dry slide. This yeah. is, yeah. And it's, they say it's the tallest slide at sea. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a rather small group. <laughs> uh, back, back in this area of the ship is also the Aqua Theater, same as on the Oasis. They also had some kids' play areas, which to me looked dangerous, but you thought Ferris might enjoy them very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, he would. He sort would of ropes it. and climbing stuff. Yeah. Think, We've climb. reached the age where, holy moly, that looks dangerous. <laughs> that's that's going to need a tetanus shot. Yeah. <laughs> Just the recreation on this ship, it, it, it's crazy with the, the, the flow riders, the, mm-hmm. the little surf wave things. And, right. You know, and the, the, the amount of slides they have. Water slides, water too, slides. in I, addition. I think three of them. There's yeah. three water slides. They're uh, calling their kids pl- the the pool area is for kids is called Splash Away Bay. Mm-hmm. That's new also for yeah. the Harmony. It's not on the Oasis. Very clean, very interactive for kids. Um, just I think there's a lot more stuff to do for kids on this ship than there is on the Oasis. It feels just a little bit more. And there's rock climbing walls and mini golf. And- right. Well, I think what's happening is I think they're realizing. Many of us have said this before, and I'm still not sure they've convinced me otherwise is that I don't know that these ships are still for Ferris and Finley. It seems to me that it's still kind of that, you know, that tween age, you know, maybe depending on the child, 10, 11, 12 and up. Um, So I think what they're trying to do is trying to now put in some areas to appeal to that younger age the Ferris and Finley age. Or families perhaps. Do you want to send Finley down the abyss? I, she would do it. She <laughs> would do it. Yeah. I think Ferris would do it too, but he would want to do it over and over again. Like, okay, so I would have to stay at the boardwalk while Julie stays up top, <laughs> and somebody has to be somewhere in the middle. And then you need a runner to put him up and down <laughs> exactly. the elevator. Yeah. But I agree with you. Like, I would love to take Julie on this cruise, um, but not the kids just yet. There's right. so much for us to do. Um, we didn't get a, a chance to really look at the kids' clubs. 
we yeah. kind of peeked in there. They were but doing media stuff, and they also had what was unusual, which was different than our other preview cruises, was they actually had children on these on this ship. Right. So they were using the kids' clubs, and we couldn't get in to really, really yeah, look check around. it out. Um, so I really can't judge that, but I mean, there's no Andy's room. Right. I think that they yeah. kind of. Uh, I mean, expect. I can say each time they're doing, you know, they're make they're doing a new ship or they're renovating an existing ship. I know that's at top of their mind because you can see the changes they're trying to do. I don't know that I'd be. I'd say they're quite there yet, but I. No. They're trying. No, and especially stuff like uh, you mentioned that there's. Uh, two more water slides mm-hmm. on there, and uh, both of those slides are unique and cool because they actually go uh, over the Central Park area, and they have sections where they're completely translucent. So you can be standing in Central Park and look up, mm-hmm. and you can see the people right. zipping around on the slide, and they even have one of the slides where you just go into like a big toilet bowl and eventually yep. – Flush down, so there, there's definitely a lot more. Hey, that's the best way to describe <laughs> it. it really I'm is. just wondering, was that in your official media packet? <laughs> it was the yes. toilet bowl. The toilet bowl. <laughs> Swim in the toilet bowl. Right. Wait for the flush. <laughs> so uh, you talked about you want to bring Julie on this cruise. So there's obviously quite a bit for adults to do. There's a lot. I mean, I I tend to go stir crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't sit in one spot too long. There's just so many different spots to to either sit. Um, Eat, drink, relax. It's that's what I say. There's so many places to be. Yeah, you know, outside of, yeah, and that's what I love about these ships. I love that because we're the same way. We want to be doing. We're not just going to sit at the pool all day. That's not what we enjoy to do. So we need places to be. Let's talk a little bit about the bars and the the entertainment for adults. I'm sorry, nobody here. Nobody went to the bars. Spent any right. time in the bars we'll on that on. cruise. I don't know that they could speak to that. We saw in the video the robot bar. Um, just real quick from my perspective, I'm so happy they moved this from right. the Anthem. Absolutely. On the Anthem, it was in a major area where it created a congestion. A major walkway. Major area. walkway. And it was just horrible. So at least um, on the Harmony, it's a little bit out of the way. It's more of a you have to go into this place to... Yeah. So I think on the Oasis, this is the champagne, champagne bar, bar, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. And it occupies a set, that same amount of space. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't impressed with the, a Bionic bar on the Anthem. I think mainly because of its positioning. So I, I don't even think I tried it because it was so congested and so you crowded. You couldn't get near it. Right. So I wasn't – I'm like, okay, that's. I'll try it one day. But I really enjoyed it here because they made it more of a – like a lounge where you can sit around and kind of watch this thing do its thing, which is awesome. You, and you had iPads. You order your drink on an iPad. Mm-hmm. Your your name comes up in a queue, and it says your drink will be made in five minutes. Um, you can even before you order your drink, it'll show current wait times are six minutes, ten minutes. So you can kind of just judge if you want to either order a drink or not. Um, so it'll pop up in the queue. It'll show that your drink's being made. So when the when the robot's making the drink, you know it's your drink, and you go tap your room key up there, and it'll slide your drink to you. And you and, could even and do. You don't have to tip. Yeah, you could even do um, <laughs> non-alcoholic drinks too. We got we made one for Tracy That's that right, was overly sweet and absolutely disgusting. But but uh, they tried. Yeah. they tried. <laughs> no, for, they were they were became bartenders on this cruise. They were <laughs> they were creating and. Yeah, did you uh, do quality control and try different drinks to make sure it was made? Oh God, right? yeah. Oh, I think it's, between it's the two of them, they tried them all. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. And it's a cool feature, it sure is. But there's also other bars. There's the English Pub, which mm-hmm. is uh, in the Promenade. So that's a nice touch for people who want to go to that. Um, I don't think there's any lack of no. adult uh, entertainment not on the ship at all. 
One uh, of the nice things on this cruise that is different than the other ships is there's a, a, a wine bar called Vintages. And what's different between the Oasis and the Allure and the Harmony is for the Harmony in Vintages, they've put a wall of different types of wines. And rather than going through a bartender, you can tap your room key and get a pour right from the selection, and you can get every. There's a sample, a small, and a large. I'm, I might have those words wrong. I know there's a taste. It's not small and large. Oh, you're right. No, no. <laughs> Sorry if there's background noise. There's a hurricane moving through. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, you can get different so sizes. Get, pours. Right. There different are three things. different sizes. But rather than waiting to get a bartender to do this for you, you were able to just taste your own. Yeah, it's yeah. very neat. Sort of, you know, it's the uh, self service. Yeah. Wine area, right? Which yeah. is like the Fixins bar, but we're right. needs that. Um, I'll say another kind of improvement is uh, on this uh, ship. You had the attic where they had comedians and other entertainment, right. sure. uh, versus on the Oasis where it was Blaze, which was basically just a nightclub, just dancing. And uh, this, it, I just, I enjoyed it more. Uh, it was a nice big space. Everyone right. wanted to get into the attic. Right, and, because on the Oasis, they have just the, they have a comedy club. Yes. And it's so small that it's... It fills up all the time. All the time it fills, and there's always a line to get in it. They sort of, when um, they put something else, there's, um, that's where the Diamond Lounge is now. And there's jazz, the club a jazz club so there also. They kind of switched yeah. stuff up a little they bit. They switched it up a little. And they, I think what they've done is they've taken that space where, I call it the, the nighttime entertainment space, you know, yeah. Studio B is there, there's yeah. a few things going on, and they've just redesigned it a mm-hmm. little just to make it... It makes more sense now. Yeah, they call it entertainment place. Right. Is what they call. Oh, I think we should send a shout out to our friend Simeon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you see him on CNN? I did see yeah. him on CNN. Way to go, Simeon. Simeon was, um, he was the host of The Attic for the comedy show, and we had also seen him in Studio B. He was a listener, and we ran into him, and uh, he was amazing. He was Hilarious. funny. He was funny. So, hi, Simeon. Also on this ship, uh, as with all Royal Caribbean ships, there is the casino. Very nice casino, big, just like the Oasis, you know, sort of set up the same way. Um, not much not much you can say about it. You know, it's, it's the casino. It seemed a little larger to me. Did you feel that? No, and I don't know if it's same. just because it it was less crowded that maybe it was just a perception thing for me. But it seemed, it seemed the same to same. me. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really notice a big difference. Um, the restaurants on the ship, there's some similar restaurants that are on the Oasis as the Harmony. Um, there is the pizza place, and there's a hot dog Surrenders. place, and all those things. Um, there's the Windjammer, which is the buffet, and of course, there's the main dining rooms. There's also Izumi uh, on this cruise. And when they changed the Oasis, and the Oasis went to Dry Dock, it got the same Izumi as the Harmony, which now has hibachi tables. Oh, okay. So it's part sushi, part hibachi food. Um, so that's a little bit of a difference. The Mexican restaurant on the boardwalk is now Sabor, as opposed to Rita's. Rita's Cantina. It was on the other ship. However, the biggest difference is there's two new places on the ship. One is the Wonderland Imaginative Cuisine. This is an, it's a large space. It's two Huge. stories. I, I, I haven't had a chance to experience When I read about it, it reminds me of that restaurant I was talking about on my celebrity cruise. Remember uh, Cuisine, I think it was called? Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of that, the way they talked about the food and stuff. We were so. on the Anthem, and there was a restaurant similar to that. Was, was that also called Wonderland? It was Wonderland as yeah. well, mm. yeah. 
And this is, you know, uh, where they do fancy things like molecular gastronomy. Exactly. There's foams and gels and stuff. One of the cool things was uh, because it was a two night cruise and it was media and it was travel agents, it was very hard to get into any of the specialty restaurants. Mm -hmm. So we didn't get a chance to experience it, but they did a tour. And when you do a tour, one of the things they wanted to show you was when you got your menu at the beginning of your meal, it was blank. It was just a blank piece of paper. And then you were given a paintbrush and you painted the menu and the menu appeared as you painted it. So it was kind of a little bit of a Make cool. you want to stab somebody with a brush? <laughs> no, I thought it was Some a of cool... the places did have little samples for mm-hmm. us to go in and try. Yeah. I think this this one had some sort of deviled egg. Yes, that's yeah. right. It did. Yeah. Yeah, during the cruise, they had uh, sampling outside of the restaurants, outside of... Uh, My understanding, you know, Windjammer is larger on this ship as well. They've dedicated more space to it. Well, not only is it larger, but they also uh, changed up how you enter and exit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, on cruise ships, you always have the person standing there with hand sanitizer mm-hmm. as you're walking in. This, they actually make it now that when you walk in Windjammers, you have to go down this hallway, and it leads you to a sink where you have to wash your hands mm-hmm. before you Best come Best teacher yeah. ever. It is very grade school. Yes. <laughs> I used to teach kindergarten, right. and this is very, yeah. it looks like a grade school washroom. It is like the best feature I've ever seen anywhere on any ship. I loved it. <laughs> this was introduced actually on the Anthem. The Anthem right. that as well, right? So again, yeah. they're very big on, on the hand, Anthem. They are big on the hand washing thing. Windjammer. Oh, maybe. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. As a matter of fact, during the muster drill, they now show you a schoolhouse rocks. They do. I love that. Washing your hands. Again, best song ever. (laughs) Wash your hands. (laughs) Um, And one of the the biggest changes for us now, we had, again, talk about we sailed the Harmony before we sailed the Oasis. So we had a chance to experience Coastal Kitchen on this ship for the very Mm. first time. And this is the dining room for sweet guests. Um, I believe we were all very much blown away by our oh, meal yeah. at Coastal Kitchen that evening. It is my favorite new thing on both ships. I imagine it's on the Allure at this point, too. I don't know that for a fact. But I can't believe they would put it on the Oasis. And the I don't Harmony. know if the Allure, i got to be honest, I'm not sure if the Allure has been what they call Oasis-sized yet. I don't know if they don't. Well, the Allure is Oasis-class, so we, it wouldn't get Oasis-sized. But it would be Harmonized? Harmonized. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it hasn't been a dry dock and hasn't had the changes. But the space for Coastal Kitchen is just so beautiful. Uh, you can just, you know, it's got a great view, whether it's day or night, uh, of, you know, down into the, some of the poles. And if you look really far down, you can see Central Park and... Uh, ocean on both sides of you. It's just, it's a beautiful area. One of the things I noticed from that location was there were uh, neat little sort of intimate bar areas up on deck that don't exist on the Oasis. So except not, instead of having just that giant bar across the back, right. yeah. Yeah. they yeah. kind of put these tiny little bars in place. I thought that was interesting for folks sitting by the pool or going out at night. Let's talk a little bit about the entertainment. We covered the food, right? Anything else that I missed? I'm good. As far as food? Let's talk about the entertainment on the ship. Um, you know, each ship wants to have their own version of their entertainment. They want to have their own shows and that sort of thing. Uh, this ship, uh, their original Royal Caribbean production is Columbus the Musical. <laughs> Do we have a cricket sound effect? Um, we didn't. We, we didn't go to Columbus the musical. I walked in at the last second to kind of see it, and that was good enough. Um, I didn't need to see the entire thing. And they bill it as along the lines of a Spamalot type of show. I we didn't get a chance to see it. 
in my opinion, it sounded awful, but... Well, based on how the Broadway musical went that they uh, tried to reproduce, I could say that Columbus was probably a disaster. So that was Greece. Yes. Right? So on these ships now... I've got to say this about Greece. Just let me... Okay. On these ships now, what they're trying to do is they're trying to do one Broadway production. So they've, you know, they have uh, Cats is now on... Chicago. Cats is on the Oasis. On the Oasis, Chicago. Hairspray has been on. And for the ship, it's Greece. So go ahead, tell us about your experience with So Greece. the three of us went to Greece. Um, two of us had already been at the Bionic Bar. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, so their experience probably was a little... I thought, as far as cruise ship goes, I thought I appreciated the effort. I love Greece. First of all, I have to justify. I love Greece. Um, I, it needed some work. It certainly did. Like, it wasn't. But these guys come from a different perspective. Like, Craig is all about the production, and Craig's all about all of that. C- Corey's very artsy, you know, so he's all about, you know, presentation and Stage stuff. Artsy. I'm just a fan. So I'm just sitting back enjoying the music. And, you know, so I think we all had different experiences. But that is the problem. They all tried to out-sing each other the right. entire time. And there was only one genuinely good singer, the uh, girl who was playing Rizzo. Right. Everyone else was just, like, going for that high note as if someone was going to come and pull them off Her the ship. got stuck. And, yeah. Halfway through, halfway through, they had to stop the production because the, the part of the scenery got stuck. So they had to stop. Everybody left the stage. Bar break. We, we restarted you know? again. I didn't really clear the stage again. Oh, wow. I just I want to say that there was, there was a pre-inaugural sailing cruise. Yeah, it so was. Yeah, okay. Yeah. However, was like soft yeah, but it was only pre-North American inaugural. This ship has been sailing right. all summer. And this is also with the this ship team, so they weren't that press. new. <laughs> you are inviting the American press. You're inviting travel right. trade on the ship. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I was trying to be generous. You are trying to be We did stay till the very end. I mean, no, well, we didn't, we didn't even want to leave. We were did just having fun watching broke? it. <laughs> and it, it was better compared to what happens at studio B. All right. What yeah. happens at studio B? <laughs> well, studio B is where the ice rink is. And, um, so this is now, should, should I tell you what the official description is? Yes. yes. The show is, <laughs> 1887, a production on ice revolving around love and adventure. It begins in Paris on February 14th, 1887, at the height of the career of Jules Verne. So, go ahead. Try Maybe we should have read the, subscri- the, pers- the description first, because we were lost. Like, like say, seriously. Been that. What? Like, we were, like, it was just, it seemed so disjointed. We couldn't figure out what was happening. Now, in fairness, we didn't stay for it all. So our goal, because, again, we only had such a limited time, was to see some yeah. of oh. e- as many shows as we could. It was bad. Now, I will say we did the Studio B show on the Oasis, and the name is what it the name's escaping me. My ships are starting to... Isn't that Lewis and Clark, the expedition? <laughs> right, no, exactly. it wasn't. No, that it was, was like um, Tracy has Little Mermaid of humor. or some fantasy. Wasn't it one that was like a fairy tale? Mm, yeah. Oh, right. The fairy tale guy. And Christian him. Yes, him. Thank you. Um, so I actually thought it was really well done. We stayed for the whole thing. We really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. This particular one, the story seemed very disjointed. Um, mm-hmm. the, it was just... It was odd. You like, think this is the Hamilton effect? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. But you know, the um, like, like when we effect. when we snuck out that back door, um, and we you know were back in the entertainment uh, district, we walked into the um, the attic, and there was a comedy show happening. Yeah. So if we had we not left, we would probably would have missed a comedy show. Right. 
which I enjoy. And again, our friend Simeon came through right. for us on that one. So there's so much to do. So if right. you, you're not enjoying something, there's something yeah. else There's something else happening. Yeah. And normally it would be a longer cruise, so you would have a chance to right. legitimately check out things. Right. Um, the, uh, but this was... Yeah, the, the ice show was terrible. I thought it had to deal with the French Revolution. So <laughs> I just know they were all wearing French garb and See, there you go. We were we that. were all very disjointed. I don't know if that, that couldn't be any more clear. I know. <laughs> Clearly, you explained it. It seems like a rather random (laughs) piece. So, so bizarre. Uh, The Uh, main comedian was really good, too. mm -hmm. Um, I can't remember what he was on, like, Last Comic Standing or one of those types of shows. The the best part, though, is uh, then after the comedian was finished, we just sat down at a table and then Corey got noticed by other people and they were talking to the comedian and just ditched him completely. So, telling jokes. (laughs) <laughs> Corey was given a material. <laughs> awesome. Did you also rewrite that ice show for him? Too? Uh, the Aqua Theater has a show in it. It's called The Fine Line. Did anybody get a chance to see the Aqua Theater? Show? Were they running it? We didn't go see it. Uh, and then they also have something at the Aqua Theater called The Hideaway Heist, a comedy dive show depicting a swanky 1950s holiday resort. Or an undercover detective playing the part of a high-rolling vacationer pursues a burglar. It These are a little too high concept. <laughs> right. We have to talk to Royal Caribbean. Yes. They're a little too high concept for a diving show. Right. We're going to water. Skate, we're going to dive. Splashing. There's water. Maybe the problem is yeah. we're used to Disney where we already know the stories. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Maybe that's okay. what all right, it is. Kids, let me tell you the story about yes, the diver first. I don't think they, were, they had all of the Aqua Theater shows on our two-night. I'm guessing they didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I, we didn't I make it there. It I think crazy. we were just too busy to even notice at points. And they, because they also wanted us to experience the restaurants, and they were, it, we were moving pretty good. There's other stuff they've mentioned again. I don't remember also, any I don't know. Did you guys see an escape room? Because my Maybe understanding is... it was your is, room, your hotel room. Oh, I remember. My yeah. understanding is there's an escape room on here. What's it called? The escape from the Rubicon room Yeah, it was something? something like that. I remember we right. talked about trying to find it, but... We just got I was under the impression that was more of a uh, shipwide scavenger hunt type thing. I didn't know if it was a room. My understanding is it's a room. Do you have a definition? Uh, a definition of room? Um, definition of what it was? <laughs> While you're looking that up, there's no, a couple... No, my understanding is it's a designated room. I'm just looking up something here. Um, puzzle room. It's a designated room with Hollywood-style sound effects and lights. Uh, a number of people in a group. And the ideas wow. similar so i wonder if what happens sometimes on these cruises is they take some of these rooms and they use them as yes. um, media rooms you know because there's so many media and stuff on the, so i remember though i remember though um there were things where you could sign up for that escape from rubicon oh, okay that sounds really familiar. here we go it's on deck 14 just inside the entrance to adventure ocean we did see that when we went up to the kids' clubs. Hmm. We were trying to figure out. We thought it was a theater or something. And when we opened the door, they told us we had to close it. Yeah. And we thought it was media, yeah. remember? Yeah. Yeah, so that's where it is, Deck 14. Um, so very interesting, though, because that's kind of the latest mm-hmm. craze. One of the things that I read on this list I did not know, I did not see, there's a stowaway piano, a pop-up piano player act that keeps passengers guessing where it will make its next appearance. I did not see this, did not know anything about he it. He was very creative in his pop ups <laughs> because we all missed him. <laughs> he was very good at hiding, for sure. Uh, he there's must a, have been wearing cruise camo. There's a red party, a high energy party at sea with DJ special effects and technology. 
just a dance party. And one of the things I didn't know, again, putting together my list, things so I found another out. Thing that I didn't know. Another thing I didn't know, <laughs> that the movie theater, the, the main theater where they do their shows, they play movies, which is typical of a cruise line. They have the ability to do 3D movies. Mm-hmm. So they can show 3D yep. movies there. So I think that's pretty cool, right? Sort of moving I mean, forward. these are things that we would know about if we did seven right. days Right, had we done this. a seven-night cruise. J- just even trying to go through and you know take photos and Craig with video, it's like we're never going to be able to cover this right. whole ship. And when you think two nights, you're really getting on that first day somewhere mid-afternoon. And then that's night one. And then you really just have that one day. Because the, the following morning you're off again, right? So it's more—it's not even a two-night cruise. It's more like you know, thirty hours where six of that is sleeping. And again, because it was so tight, it was very unfortunately we couldn't uh, really experience a lot of the food. Let's talk a little bit about what you guys did try and what we thought of the food on the ship. The hard thing also about these cruises is that they don't necessarily give us a standard dining room menu, so we never know what we're mm. eating. Is this a sample from what Chops is going to do, for example? So they kind of put together a special menu for the two nights, and so the we felt like I know I think we'd had a fillet, and we all thought it was amazing yeah. for a main dining room. But it may be that that's the filet they offer in Chops or Coastal Kitchen. Yeah, so we didn't really There was know. no way for us to know that. So Didn't I they, find it's really hard on these preview cruises they put us to on get to really get an honest review of the food. But, Didn't they also um, break the dining room up like they did on the Anthem? One is called Silk. They do. The three dining rooms do have different names. Um, but And they're just... they're. Originally, they were doing this dynamic dining, and I think they've pretty well scrapped that. So they work like the Oasis, though, whereas they're designated either anytime dining or. Mm. But they're no longer like Silk was serving Asian fusion. No, they haven't really. They haven't done that on this ship. Even though the restaurants have different names, they don't have different menus like they did on the Anthem. That's Mm. what you're asking, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they were just kind of, they were all main dining rooms, even though they had different names. And they were all decorated and themed. Yeah, they all had their different theme for sure. Yeah. But it's not the same as when they were doing that moving through the restaurants and different. Because it was a New York restaurant. Yeah, that's right. This one's American. They have an American icon, silk, and then it's um, like bubbles or something. Yeah. Dabble. (laughs) I I don't know. Grand restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Grand. I like bubbles or dabble better. Where you in? <laughs> in bubbles, apparently. Who knows? <laughs> we had a chance to experience the uh, buffet. We went up to Windjammer one night. Uh, good. We liked it. They had these killer ribs. Remember those ribs I they do. had? Oh, my God. They were so good. Um, they've done the same thing that they've done on the Anthem. And rather than make it just uh, one big buffet, it's more set up as little pods, mm-hmm. separate little areas. And each one has, you know, there's a salad pod and a... Uh, on pizza, pizza, burgers, and that then, kind of thing. But Dessert. again, I think along uh, Tracy's reasoning, it's hard to know if this was because it was a special sailing. Let's right. really go all out and let's put out some really great stuff. Yeah. Or was this the quality of food that you? We get? found ribs on the buffet, and that's not something that would usually appeal to me. Yeah. And they were delicious. We were served a soup or something, though I believe that was absolutely terrible. I think all three of us got it, and we all just took one <laughs> bite and. Just stopped, so you know it, it wasn't all hits, but fillet is always going to be good. I will say, Coastal Kitchen, after experiencing it on the Oasis, was very the same quality as the Harmony. I, I don't believe there was any difference between what we got on a quote unquote regular sailing versus the um, the pre inaugural sailing for sure. 
Um, the Harmony of the Seas is alternating itineraries, Eastern and Western Caribbean, out of Fort Lauderdale. A um, whole bunch of dates. You can go pretty much any time you want. This is a great ship. We we really loved it. We thought it was fantastic. And the fact is that we have the Oasis out of Port Canaveral now. I don't see us going to Fort Lauderdale just to be honest. I don't know that I would drive Harmony. to Fort Lauderdale just to get on the Harmony right. with the Oasis in my backyard. One thing the Harmony does has as well, um, it has the Royal IQ out which is, um, remember we were able to, we were able to make reservations right from the, outside of the theater. We could make reservations right away. Yeah. Uh, we were able to communicate with each other on board. So this is um, the same app that they're using on the Anthem. Um, I think it's just a handful of ships, the Harmony, Anthem, Quantum, and the Ovation that's in the Southeast. Um, those are the only ships right now that have that. I like the um, fact that it had the uh, ship deck plans on it. Then I could find the things I didn't right. know where they were. But we could find, like, yeah, like restaurants. We could look, mm-hmm. okay, what can we do? Um, you know, we we booked some of our um, the shows, theaters, their shows that way. And we were able to sync our, our schedules and, yeah. mm-hmm. and make sure that we all got on the same reservations and stuff for the shows. And and uh, I think Studio B, we might have done it as well. Yeah. So it's really, um, that technology is uh, really, I think, what they're going to end up putting on all of the ships. But for now... Um, the Harmony is the only of the Oasis class ships that had it. And this ship had the Voom internet, the high speed internet, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Had no issues with the yeah. internet. That's that's amazing. I think they're using that on the Oasis now yeah. as well. Yep. I didn't have any issues with the internet on Oasis either. Did anybody no, else? No, I thought, as a matter of fact, that it was screamingly fast. Right. I know you guys use it a lot more. I also noticed uh, on the Oasis a little more, I had a chance to look around. We had a router in our room. We had a Wi Fi router actually in our state hmm. room, and they were throughout the ship. So. I think that's one of the reasons why it was so, such a good signal. Was this a cruise where we had to get our extension cord, or was that the Oasis? Or was that Disney? That was Disney. That was, <laughs> that was Disney. See, yeah, see they this had, is what's it, happened. We've been on so many. Yeah, that, that was Disney. Yeah. They We asked for but, an extension cord, but it was something like from... You know, but that's good to point out. Site. We, we didn't <laughs> have that problem on these cruises. Um, we had plenty of outlets that right. we could use, um, yeah. and that that's always nice, especially if you're traveling with computers and cameras, and you always need to be charging. Um, and I mean, we were using our cell phones for the app, so it's not even like uh, you know, it's not like we could even just forget about our cell phone and turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, we we constantly needed to be charging, so I appreciated the amount of outlets. I agree. I thought it was again. We talked a little bit about the rooms themselves, um, very similar to the Oasis rooms. However, I think in general, Royal Caribbean's did a really good job with the layout of these rooms. You talked about the rounded beds. Mm-hmm. Um, the bathrooms are done very well. The They've simplified the decor, yeah. and I think that makes it more restful. At least it does for me. Yeah. The Harmony also has solo cabins, um, where. You can have you know a reduced cost for solo as opposed to normally if you're traveling alone in a regular stateroom you're paying double the price because you're paying a double occupancy. So they do have some solar cab solar solo cabins on this ship as well. And they did a cabin tour. You could have went and seen uh, all of the uh, cabins on the ship. We saw a few of them. I noticed, except for decor, most of them were pretty similar to what the Oasis was doing. We had the uh, Central Park view. Now I I thought it'd be you know neat but you really have to watch because right. you are you know you open up your your curtains or whatever you're facing another stateroom and at night you 
got to be careful what you're walking around, you know. <laughs> was that an issue for you? <laughs> no, no. I think the rooms were... But it's um, true, though, because you're not... You know, typically people are used to a veranda where you're looking out over the ocean. Right. Whereas in the boardwalk and the Central Park, you're looking across and not that far across. It's very similar to two apartment buildings. Right. Yeah. That are very, very close together. Did you find that room noisy at all? Slightly. Um, but it wasn't. Is that because you had visited terrible. the Bionic Bar? Uh, no, no. It was during the daytime when we were sitting in there, and there was a lot of people in Central Park. Of course, it was noisy. Uh, but at night, when we were sleeping, there was no issues at all with it. I mean, I would take that over an inside stateroom for sure, because you still, right. you know, can tell it's daylight outside. Right. I think they're pri- the Boardwalk views and the Central Park views are pricing pretty good, and often not much more than an ocean view stateroom, not or a regular ocean view, not ocean view with veranda, um, and. Royal Caribbean also offered started to offer some perks to book that, so I have a feeling they may have been trouble having yeah. some trouble moving them. I now I so. would expect the boardwalk rooms to be more, more noisy or noisier. Hmm. Well, but but I think once with the everything evening, going on out there, right. Right. but once the evening comes, once the nighttime comes, there's often the boardwalk is kind of deserted. So I, I guess don't that's know. what I meant. They were talking yeah. about the daytime. Yeah, sounds. but during the day, you're right. I think so too. There's a merry-go-round and there's a aqua right. show and there's yeah. I do think I would. If given the opportunity, I would go on the Harmony over the Oasis. I do think I would make the venture to Fort Lauderdale instead of the Oasis. You can do the same itinerary for you. Yeah. Well, if you're coming from Canada, that's an extra 45 minutes on a plane. I I can drive to Port Canaveral. I guess that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. I just I think that there was enough there to interest me that I would prefer that ship. Especially, it was good that we were on both of them so close. Mm -hmm. Um, Once I got on the Oasis again, I thought, yeah, there were some things I liked. Because when we all did the anthem, there were things about that that we loved. We thought this is, yep. and it feels like the the harmony kind of has the size of Oasis, but the technology of anthem, and it's almost a little bit of the best of both mm. worlds. I agree. All right, if you're interested in a Royal Caribbean cruise, either on the Harmony or any cruise uh, ship that they have, you can contact any of us at the table, and we'll make sure that we get you to somebody who can give you a quote. Dreams Unlimited Travel is offering a shipboard credit for all of our Royal Caribbean cruise line clients, up to $500, depending on the price of your cruise, so please take advantage of that. Um, Again, thank you guys for uh, participating and for joining me on a two-night lovely sailing on the Harmony of the Seas. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation.